Hamilton to put them in front. He doesn't miss. Oh, the little man higher for longer than all around him. Gee, it's a good kick. It is a great kick. It's one for the ages. Oh, look for the trampoline. I've just done it from nowhere. Cyril, has he got the journey? Rio, he has. He has. He has. He's kicked the goal, Cyril. What a beauty. Well, the JLT series is done and dusted. And not a moment too soon, I say. Good riddance. Unfortunately, Hawthorne wasn't able to walk away with another win, but that's all right. We're here to recap all the action on the Hawk Talk podcast, the most must-hear podcast for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. My name is Nick Mason, and joining me is a man who uh, might be lined up for a spot on the Fox Footy commentary box if he plays <laughs> his cards right, because they were absolutely woeful today, oh, weren't they, Tiz? They were shocking. Mark Rusciuto, as it was pointed out to me, obviously he's a Crows legend, so... Where does this bias come from? Because they were mad Port Adelaide supporters, it seems like. Oh, it was incredible. Every player was superlative, <laughs> and every Hawthorne player was anonymous. Uh, yeah. I think they were giving out memberships at halftime for Port Adelaide. Burn Jones was best on ground, having turned it over <laughs> twice directly for goals. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the stats did play quite favourably for him. It looked like on the stat sheet he was having quite a good game. But it was just the direct contrast from what was actually happening on the field at certain points in time. Like, Burn Jones kicked it out in the full and it resulted resulted in a goal straight afterwards. Yeah. And still... And then he did he it again not, on yeah, the other opposite side. Oh, exactly. And you could not find a better player on the ground, apparently. And it, it was met with silence. Yeah. And then Birdo kicked it out of, out of bounds, and that was meant with, oh, that was that was a shocker. And the Port Adelaide rookie, who uh, I've already forgotten the name of, who dobbed Salt four. and Pepper. Yeah, sure, why not? Oh, Eddie. He, he was not in their best 22. Did you hear that comment? At one point, at one point <laughs> at in the half, game? At halftime, he wasn't in their best 22, yep. They, they de- well, <laughs> they definitely said at some point, it might have been during the second quarter, yeah. That uh, he's got to do something because at the moment there's no spot for him in Port Adelaide's side. And then it felt like we did him a favour, to be honest. But there were a lot of Hawthorne supporters out at the ground. Did which, you notice? I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was quite strange. And a yeah. shout out to them for turning up because the weather wasn't too good. The first quarter was marred by the wind and then the second quarter it looked like sheets of water were coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but funnily enough, the second quarter is when things kind of clicked into gear, which has been a bit of a theme. It was a pretty even effort from Hawthorne. I mean, we kicked four goals in both halves, so they looked pretty disinterested. It seems to have been, uh, you know, I mentioned the second quarter being a recurring theme for us throughout the JLT series where things seem to click into gear. They, they click into place and we get going. What are, what's with our third quarters throughout this JLT series? Yeah. It's you've not identif- great, is it? You've identified a concerning trend. There. Well, it wasn't hard to identify, Tiz, to be fair. We so don't I'm, turn up after halftime. I'm not going to pat myself on the back for that observation. We didn't start very well, but Hendo. Henderson, the Phantom. Oh, the Phantom, he showed up. In a big way, in a major way. <laughs> Obviously, we've been keeping him under wraps. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Keeping him away from the spotlight, is that good? And, and why not? Because he set, set the uh, oh, tongues first, wagging for first the first touch half. was beautiful. His first uh, touch. Well, yeah. Announced himself. Was. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was, he was impressive. And, and like a number of our players, sort of went invisible after halftime. But I saw plenty to like about Henderson. Yeah, well, it's um, it's our new players in the lineup that are really sh- showing up each week in the JLT, and of course they have to. 
Yeah. I mean, Cyril looks so apathetic. <laughs> He's got some company out there. Yeah. Well, you know, they're just avoiding injury, aren't they? I think Burgoyne was disappointed he was playing. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I was disappointed that he was playing at some points. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But like I said, look, he had plenty of company. But you know what, mate? I I have to eat my words. During the week, well, the two weeks, oh, in fact, people... You're not even going to let me bring it up. You're no, going to bring no, it up yourself. No, the best defense is a good offense, mate. So I'm going <laughs> to jump in before you get to me. Uh, Will Langford, he's our BOG this game, <laughs> apparently. He was the best on ground. So you know what I, I I you know I can't say a bad word about him. A really. beautiful kick for goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a good kick for goal. His overall disposal efficiency was up. Yes. Uh, there was one of our one of our followers on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter account is at Hawk Talk Pod. If you want to jump on board, that'd be great. I'm Very much so glad. It. I'm so glad you covered this game. Oh yeah, because uh, I was live tweeting yeah. what turned out to be <laughs> a, a fizzer, basically. Yeah. Uh, that someone was sure to remind me. I, I don't have their name at hand now, but they kept me. Uh, Kept me updated on Langford's disposal efficiency <laughs> the whole game. <laughs> I'm sure that was appreciated. Oh, I don't mind it. Like I, I get, I get their point. I think they're having a little fun, the same as I am. But um, no, look, to be fair, it was one of his better games I've and seen he, for a and while. And he's playing round one, I suppose. Now, Nick, is he? Uh, maybe. Well, I don't see who takes his spot. That's right. the thing. We hashed out the best twenty-two. Have you got it handy there? I, I'm interested as to who you might have picked. Yeah, so without Hodge in the lineup, obviously. No, we'll um, get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, he's still recovering. All right, so the prediction for round one. Yep. And we didn't have any any injuries today, did we? Didn't seem like it. No, we've had, um, from uh, that point of Frawley view... Frawley copped a knock. Looked like Shuey copped a knock when Hartung didn't shepherd for him. <laughs> that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> It was oh. very obvious. Oh, boy. That, that was a bad look. And it, and I know there are some fans out there that watched that and went, oh, bloody show and makers. No, but it's no. Hartung. <laughs> Rewind the tape and look at Hartung's defensive effort. That's well, not how you support your team, put a hand mate. on him. Yeah. Oh, he could have done anything, mate. Yeah. It was terrible. All right. So, Stratton, Frawley, Duray, that's the back line. Okay. Birchall, Gibson, Burgoyne. Lots of experience there. Yep. Smith on the wing. Shields. Langford. Okay. On the other wing. Like I said, I don't know who takes his spot at the moment. So, yeah, we'll leave him there for now. We've got uh, McAvoy in the ruck and the followers are Mira and Mitchell. Yep. Gunston, Vickery, Rioli, Bruce, Ruffhead, Puopolo. Not a bad forward line. <laughs> and then the interchange, we've got Burton, Stewart, who deserves a game. Yeah, I think at this point he does. He's certainly been maybe maybe the most consistent now, player. Now, we, we put Hartung in there because we want the pace. Yep. And uh, then the last spot is either Sicily, Sean Marcus, or Hendo. Well, I mean, Hendo stakes his claim after t- after today. He's had one hit out, and he, for a half at least, he was very impressive. I want to touch on Sicily as well. The backline experiment with with Sicily <laughs> continued today, and and Burton, and Burton as well. Uh, yeah, it's it's awful watching these fish out of water all the time. It's um. Well, that's JLT in a nutshell, isn't it? That's the point. But it yeah. is it is very frustrating. It's be- especially when Sicily just moves forward, kicks two in a couple of minutes. Well, that's it. Like It's, it's so obvious. But that's what we that's were saying. That's where he belongs. But that's what we were saying. We know he can do that. Let's trial him somewhere else, get him some experience. I, look, this is the thing that I worry about, is the fact that we are, at the end of the day, fans, and we're outsiders. So to us at the moment, we have to take it on faith 
that this is just pre-season tinkering and they're not going to try this bullshit when it gets to the main <laughs> season. The experiment, as far as I'm concerned, ends here. It ended when Sicily immediately... Uh, it wasn't after halftime. It was at some point in the game when he was finally moved forward. Yeah. He gets the ball and he, see, and he gets the goal. And then the next touch he has, he gets a goal. See ball, kick goal. Yeah, yeah basically. It's that simple. The equation for where to play Sicily is that simple. And, Which and is what Eddie did brilliantly when Berto was running around after him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, the, I mean, what an opportunist. His eyes must have lit up seeing Burton back there. Not that Burton has disgraced himself in past performances no, but, back. Yeah. But it's, it's certainly, you know... It, he got exposed. Of, he got exposed. He did. And and out of the two positions, I would rather Burton go forward. But look, I understand that, you know, you singled out, Tiz, looking at our best 22. Our forward line is stacked. Yeah. Like, we have a killer forward but line. But I've got to say, uh, Sicily had nine disposals and four marks in the first half. So, he, he looked very good running running through the midfield, uh, out of defence, going forward. There, Beautiful raking kick. There are part of his parts of his game in defense that look okay it's when he say flies for a mark that yeah, he well, should, we mentioned this last that, week <laughs> that, that, that normally someone like a gibson would get a fist to or yeah. something if you're gonna go for the mark you have to take it Otherwise. and if you don't it hits the deck and in, and in this instance and the one i'm referring goal. to yeah. exactly it was a goal it was turned over instantly but, but he didn't do that as much this week. No, no, he didn't. Um, I mean, there are, we single him out. There are quite a few problems, particularly in the third quarter again, as I mentioned before. We got blown out of the water again. Are you a bit concerned? It seems to have happened three weeks in a row. It looks like we're just trying to get the tanks up for a lot of the fellas because mm. we didn't bring on the new boys until the last quarter. Connor Nash and Harry Morrison, they didn't get a run until then. So mm. I think they're looking for the boys to blow up a bit and uh, then come for a rest. But, um, you know, it, it meant nothing. The whole game meant nothing to us. Well, that takes me back to what I said before. We have to take it on just faith a, that just it means a, nothing. Yeah, a quite obvious Port Adelaide membership drive today. And <laughs> that's about it. Although, there was some good signs from a few of the boys. Mm. So, uh, O'Meara, although he wasn't up, his name wasn't up in lights, he was very consistent. Tom Mitchell just goes about his business very professionally. Oh, basically. The people who we need to find the ball, they're, they're doing so. Yeah, Vickery started well. Yeah, I thought the commentators were a bit harsh on, on Vickery as well. That's like, a good debut for Henderson. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing on the commentator, I know I'll circle back around to them constantly throughout this podcast because I sure did when I was live tweeting it. I could not believe it. They were so mutable. Oh. Like never before, I so wanted to hit the mute button. But um, the fact that they trashed Hawthorne most of the game and then had the nerve to turn around in the last two minutes of the game and categorise us as a top four side. <laughs> Unbelievable. Maybe they thought we were just trolling Port Adelaide the whole day and decided to troll us. Oh, look, mate, you know, there is some truth to that, especially when you look at who we had out. I mean, we didn't have Birchall. He was a withdrawal from the side. No Shields. Uh, Very inexperienced backline. Oh, yeah. Um, at some point, I think uh, Cicely, Burton and Gunston. Tay uh, Miles I'm, is back I'm, there as well oh, with I'm Henderson. So, I'm sorry. What? So you add Miles into the mix with Henderson and it's like, um, this is not Hawthorne's back line. No. This has never been done before and probably won't again. So maybe if for anyone who is concerned out there, which seems to be a, a theme <laughs> with the JLT <laughs> comp. Some, some people were overreacting quite badly. Um, yeah. 
Uh, and I know the temptation is there. Believe me, I did not enjoy what I saw today, especially in the third quarter. I'm sure a lot of Geelong fans were very concerned being that far <laughs> down to Essendon. Jeez, what happened there? Oh, what a who, turnaround. Who did you... Because we're recording this right after that game. Yeah. Who did you want to win? You, you wanted Geelong to win? I know that's tough to say. What did you say about wanting the stretcher to come out? Oh, <laughs> that did not happen. Uh, but no, no, but they did pick up an injury to Lewenberger. So. Well, I was about to say, yeah. like, I, I take your point. It wouldn't have been too bad that, for Essendon to sustain an injury. In- injuries, but well, I was having this conversation the other day. I, I don't want to see unavoidable. I, I, I don't hope for a um, season-ending injury. I would never, never hope or, or um, express any glee at someone say doing an ACL. However, someone doing like straining their hamstring mildly, so they might well, miss facing Hawthorne. I think the point is we don't we don't fear them that much to need their injuries. So, well, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hurt us that Lewenberger might not be playing. Sometimes it does because they have a formula. We know what the formula is. <laughs> yep, and an injury yeah. can make them try something else that we aren't prepared for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it throws a bit of chaos into the mix, which is not always a good thing. Yeah, but, but uh, Geelong but generally, just, yeah. Geelong just came from nowhere to to roll Essendon. How are you feeling? Well, we about got that? sidetracked, and then they were only two goals down. <laughs> that's right. We're having <laughs> having a bit of dinner, and then we looked up, and it's like, oh, so that happened. Yeah, they came from nowhere, and uh, yeah, it was just Lewenberger going down that seemed to open it up for Geelong. So how are you how are you looking at round one at the moment? Because we won a game, a single game against Geelong. We're probably lucky to do so in the end. Yeah. Uh, somehow scratched that out thanks to Cade Stewart at the death. Uh, and then we lost the next two in pretty similar circumstances, to be honest. I guess the only difference is we didn't get really didn't get back into the games, each of them, like we did with the Geelong one in week one. Uh, meanwhile, Essendon, I don't believe, has picked up a single win for JLT, which... I think for them is okay. I'm not sure anyone was expecting more. Yeah, I think more. no one respects JLT form anyway. Well, true. So, But I'm just glad it's over, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sure the AFL would be stoked to hear you say that. <laughs> well, it's great if you're in a regional centre, but... Yeah. Know. No, point taken. That week off between... Oh, we've North got another game. week off now. Oh, I know. It's hell. I mean, that week off between North and Port was just horrific. And now we've got another one. Just bring it on already. Just get round one underway. I'm sick of it. Yeah, well, Nick Rewalt was complaining about how much footy they have to play. And he's been around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Although he was claiming that it was more than anyone else. And then you look at the soccer players and they play a lot more. Right, I didn't realise they play a lot. I guess they do, yeah. yeah they, they they, what do they get, two months off a year? It's incredible. Yeah, right. Anyway, when we're looking at the uh, the list and who hasn't featured in the JLT... Yeah, because that's important. We, we, I feel like we've seen um, a smorgasbord of players this JLT uh, series. We've seen a lot of a lot of people get a shot. Yeah, we've had a look at Headley. He yep. got a game. Oh, Con- Connor Nash had a game today. Yeah. He got a quarter, it's not well, a game. I was going to say, some players... A lovely uh, tackle, though. It was, it was good. That was, that was good to see. Some players getting more time than others. Harry Morrison kept calling for the ball even though he didn't have any space. Yeah, <laughs> Harry Morrison got both a game and a forearm to the throat. Oh, yeah. That but was but the... didn't get a free kick, though. We Weird. Got, if we start talking about the umpires... Oh, mate. Uh, in the JLT, what are we going to be like during the uh, season? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm going to have to rein it in. And the fact is, looking at the stats, I know that it was actually kind of even. We kept getting free kicks out of every centre bounce. Oh, I did notice that. 
Yeah, I thought the this is the thing. I thought the umpires were being kind to us in that regard, but then looking later at the stats, it actually evened up. Oh, that's surprising. I, I think Hawthorne, it might have been Hawthorne's favour at the end, the final siren, but it was quite even. We have a problem with Whitecross. He only got half a game. Is that a problem? Well, <laughs> is he in touch or is he? Isn't he? Well, I mean, and he got dropped for this week. It is interesting, isn't it? Because he was showing something towards the end of last year, yeah, and uh, couldn't really work his way into the JLT side. So, uh, do, is he in our plans or? Or not? It's uh, that's the interesting thing. And another guy who I know you have on your list there mm. is uh, Dan Howe. Now Dan Howe didn't feature. Well, is he? Do you know what's wrong? No. Is it an injury? No, or? I'm not sure. At least we know Brand has a finger injury. Yeah, because Howe and indeed Brand, they both figured into our plans last year pretty heavily. And so. then, and then we've got the O'Brien and O'Rourke boys who. Uh, oh no! <laughs> that's all I have to say. Well, about I think that. O'Brien went round for Box Hill. On Friday. Right. But I don't know what O'Rourke's doing. Yeah, that's been the case for some years. <laughs> so let's be fair. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, isn't it? He's, wasn't he... I've said I've asked this before, Pick I'm two, sure. Pick he? two, yeah. yeah, that was my question. So, it seems like a waste. Yeah. Huge potential, though. Still. Yeah. He's only 23, isn't he? Is he? I mean, how long do you keep on, like, following that line of thought, though? That, oh, he's got potential. It comes a time where he has to meet it. Right, I guess it's much like Howe and and White Cross. If are they in the plans or not? Oh, and, and, and I'm if, sure Howe would be. Well, I, I guess someone could inform us. I, I think we're unenlightened if there is an injury concern at Hawk Talk Pod. If you want to let us know what's up with Dan Howe, because as far as we're concerned, I, I don't know if there's any injury news on that front. But it's interesting, like. Yeah. Yeah. The JLT, it does, you know, for all this talk of it's worthless, it does give you kind of a blueprint about how the team might set up. Well, it's important for confidence for a lot of these boys. That's true, yeah. Well, I mean, Tia Miles would have a, have a good level now. Oh, for sure. Made Miles, Miles big played clanger, all th- but Yeah, yeah. Um, he played all three, didn't he? Yes, he did. I mean, that that's huge. That, uh, that says to him that, oh, well, the club really is invested in me. They're investing time and effort, and they want me to get some game time, and... I'm in their plans. Um, and he might have surpassed a few others at the moment. And the camaraderie of it. You know, he, yeah. he competes together with them. Yep. Birchall's only had one game. Yep. I mean, and Hodges Hod- only had one. And he's going to be waiting a while for his next one, unfortunately. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's played in the, in the, well, in the practice game for, I was going to say VFL, but in the practice mm. game for uh, Box Hill. Yep. And then he misses two weeks, which will be three weeks without footy. So Yeah, not great. What did, what did you think of that, obviously, being um, a big news story as far as the oh, AFL media is concerned? News, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're just making a, making a stand, aren't they? Do you reckon Rafi took that decision or they just... I don't know, but I do have a problem with it. You do? Yeah, I kind of do, because it is round one and... Mm. Like, let's be real here. The, the message is, when you sanction a player like this internally, yep. I guess it's supposed to be that, you know, we'll come for anyone. If you stuff up, if you don't follow team rules, you know, we're all, we're all meant to be a team here. No one's safe. You know, it'll happen to Hodge, it'll happen to Miles. You know, it's that's the message. So the punishments are handed out evenly. But Tiz, here's the stupid thing. The rewards aren't handed out evenly. They're on different contracts. Like, it's, doesn't it strike you as weird? Like, 
just let Hodge play. He is more important to the side. Don't keep up the pretense that he is on the same like level mm. as everyone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think if you have that approach, you end up with players like Favola. Who's ex- yeah. Who is very, very important to your team, knows he is, <laughs> <laughs> and then knows what he can and cannot get away with. I get the... Yeah, it's a culture thing, right? Is that what you're trying to argue? Well, when I went to see Andrew Russell talk, he spoke about how transparent the boys have to be about their stress levels. Right. But not only their stress levels, but what else they're doing in their life, mm. what might impact on them, mm. and that's the, the problem here. Hodge did not inform the club that he wasn't going to be available for training. Right. And that is a breach of protocol, and they've come down on him as they would anyone. It's a very simple breach of protocol as well, like annoyingly simple. Yeah. In, in 2017, you've got your texts, you've got your tweets. Well, I, d- I don't think they accept an... <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, know, a, a, yeah. A t- you know, a tweet two minutes no. before. <laughs> a public tweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, won't be there today. Have a good one. Hashtag YOLO. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> no, I, I get your point. It was a phone call they were looking for there. But, it, I mean, what what circumstances are we looking at that meant that he couldn't make a phone call? Or he called the wrong person. Is that the story that's come out? Well, you know. It's a bit confusing, isn't it? The story is that he, ha- that he hosted his younger brother's 21st. Yep. And, well, did it get messy and he just forgot? <laughs> you know. Maybe. Who I knows? Mean, and I don't really care what actually happened. I, yeah. I reckon the club can work it out for themselves. I don't care what and actually we, happened. I care about the repercussions that he misses round one. That's all. Well, you think you're, we're going to suffer as a club and a team? Well, it, it wouldn't hurt to have I him think out it's there. About that's my the, point. I think it's just a long-term decision to protect the culture of the club. Which is fine, because that's what the club's been doing for a long time now. And we've when been he, hugely when he had successful. The drink, when he had the drink-driving charge... Hmm. We put the club, the supporters, and the other players above the culture. Right. Because it was a final, and we needed him. And he's the captain. Isn't it interesting? I think Clarkson was uh, quoted like some years ago as saying when Hodge was a second or third year player, mm. a very similar thing happened at Hodge's 21st. Oh, really? Where he didn't rock up to training the next day. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> he didn't really learn his lesson there. But this is the thing, like... You know, it gets to a point where you have to throw your arms up and say like, oh yeah, so what are we saying here? He's the worst three-time premiership captain ever, are we? Like, it's nah. just ridiculous. And, and you know, then you add on the other premiership medallion. But imagine what it says to you if you're a first-year player there. Yep, true. Yeah, No one's untouchable here. Yeah. And this I, is what it's going to take for me to be successful. I guess, yeah, I, I hear that and I hear that it's important, but I do just keep on thinking like... Yeah, but some people are more untouchable than others. You know why? Because someone earns a pay packet hundreds of thousands more dollars than I do. Like, it's... The the the, the, the pretense that it's no. equal is weird to me, is what I'm saying. Because when it comes down to dollars and cents, it's not. We told Buddy he wasn't worth it. That's <laughs> a big move, isn't it? Well, it's it's the same it's the same argument. No yeah, player okay. is bigger than the club. Yep, yeah, okay. All right. You might have won me over there. Yeah, I think <laughs> with that single line, I agree with that. That's fair enough. Can we move on now? Do we stay with the line of critics of the Hawks? It seems to be a big chip on our shoulder for this podcast. Oh, bloody slobbo. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
We're not in the eight, apparently, but we're ninth. <laughs> oh, I saw some bloke on Twitter saying we're sliding into the bottom four. Yeah, of the eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That was the missing context there. And all the hypes on Melbourne and St Kilda, and you look at St Kilda's draw and my... Look, AFL don't want them to succeed, do they? It's incredible. Is it, is it really oh, tough, is it? It's really tough. It's almost as tough as ours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What did Robbo have to say? Not that I particularly care oh, too much. I just saw but... where he put us on his list of predictions for the okay. end of the year, but he's atrociously bad at these predictions, so <laughs> probably a tick, really, rather than anything else. Uh, uh, Robbo's an interesting character. Cause, uh, I Closely mean... followed by David King. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ro- Robbo's um, his, his uh, screen persona is as if he was at Hodges Brothers 21st the night before. Oh, bit, here we go. Don't you reckon he's a bit <laughs> like he's just well, I gotta sort say, of coming I, down a bit? If uh, David King ever mentions he's had a bet, <laughs> I, I just follow it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> take the take his, his lead. Why not? We know to do so now. <laughs> but what, don't you think so? What's that, that bloke? Who won at, at, at Brisbane that time? Came from the clouds to win the NAB Rising Star. Yeah, Forget oh, it. oh what's his name? Yeah, yeah, Lewis someone, yeah, was it? something. Yeah. Taylor, that's it. Yeah. Lewis Taylor. Yeah. Well done, we got there in the end. <laughs> well, well, I mean, where's Lewis Taylor now? Is he, oh, he's, is still, he a thing? he's still is running he a thing? around. Okay. So terrific. One day, yep. um, I, f- I forget who they were playing, but they noticed the player that was going to pick up Lewis Taylor noticed it was Lewis Taylor, mm. ran straight past him. Yeah. Didn't bother to pick him up and went and sat further in defence because <laughs> apparently, statistically, Lewis Taylor mm. is a crab. <laughs> he just goes from side to side when he gets the ball. <laughs> he never goes forward, so he has no metres gained. Statistically, in ter- he's it's, a crab. It's brilliant. I've never heard that before. It, it's really, I should find it and tweet oh, it. Oh, unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, he's the crab of the competition. <laughs> <laughs> so no danger going forward. He just, you know, he he's the... Player that gets the ball and sort of chips is it, it out to the is side. He one for my anti fantasy team. Oh, he could be. Oh, okay. Yeah, All the right. anti fantasy team that must be warming up, Nick. Have uh, you we'll get to that. Made some changes. I have. I noticed Nan Curvis was still there the other day. Oh, he's gone now, mate. He's gone. No, I've been t- I've been informed on Twitter that Nan Curvis is apparently far too good. <laughs> and he's ready to go. For I the reckon you season. should stare those critics down because I reckon I he's overrated the buggery. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> say. Well, I'll I'll get to the anti fantasy team later. Um, but yeah, I mean, so Hawthorne apparently people don't rate him. Robbo doesn't rate him apparently. Yeah. Well, um, he probably rates Richmond. Well, why not? I mean, anything's possible with Robbo. I'm don't pretty you, sure he had Essendon in the you, eight. Don't, don't you know what I'm talking about with Robbo's uh, TV persona? Like, oh, his lack of articulation. He's, he's very slow off the mark, isn't he? Don't you reckon? For someone who's on, like, a primetime slot, don't you don't you think he's a bit slow off the mark? I find him relaxing. <laughs> well. He makes me feel quick. Imagine, that's his entire world. <laughs> <laughs> it's just relaxation, <laughs> just easing into every evening. Oh, how e- easing into a quality TV show that go- doing much work. What's going on with the Herald Sun? They're having Essendon headlines every third day. It's very peculiar. It's interesting. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend's aunt picked up the Herald Sun. I looked at her. I said, oh, "I'm still making those, are they?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you think it's draconian to actually have a physical newspaper, do you? It's a, well, the Herald Sun in particular. Oh, right. Mate. I mean, <laughs> the expiration date was long ago, no, surely. Yes. Ro- Rowan Connolly in the, in the age is far better, of course. Jeez, aren't we? Just putting people on blast today. <laughs> well, let's continue the trend because did you happen to watch the footy show? The footy show's back. It's still going. Oh, your favourite bloke. Oh, boy. Hutchie. 
Oh, is it Hatchy? I thought it was Sam. Oh, no, I'm speaking about Craig Hutchison, who is a, who's in the new host, apparently. Yeah. Never liked him. I don't know about you, but something about him. I, the word I keep returning to, and it might be unfair, hit Uh-oh. us up at Hawk Talk Pod. Here we go. Slimy. Oh, really? Don't you reckon? <laughs> something about him. So slimy and sly. I don't know. I think he's canny. Yeah. I, no. I don't mind him too much, but I don't think he's... Do you not mind him too much because you think there are worse out there? Is that, yeah. Does that help? Yeah, fair enough. Um, not too many people are fans of Hutchie. They're, they're kind of on the same page as me. In they fact, all sound a bit envious, though, to be honest. You reckon? Mm. Well, either way, the footy show did not rate at all. <laughs> it's it's not enjoyable. How does it usually rate? It hasn't rated for a while. Well, uh, since pro- Eddie left and Trevor Marmalade. And oh, those were the, that's back when it was... I know it was, a, I know it was a different time. It was entertaining. There are, when there Dunstall th- shaved the head of Sam. <laughs> I'm sure there are things like uh, values and, and beliefs. Imagine it without Croft. Well, yeah, exactly. There you go. Like, even Croft. Croft's a star. He deserves better than that. Did you know Croft does kids WB? What does is, the, the what's sat- WB? Like Warner Brothers. He oh, does really? Saturday morning kids shows now. Oh, it looks re- like he has a whale of a time. I have to record that then. <laughs> Put that on the IQ. 2017 100%. Saturday Disney, is it? Is that what it is? Effectively, yeah, but Warner Brothers. <laughs> okay. yeah. No, he looks like he has a great time. But this is the point. Like, It looks like he has more fun than not talking about footy on something that's called The Footy Show. Yeah. How so, do you think Brian Lake's going with his boundary writing? Uh, probably exactly the same as when we checked in on this issue last <laughs> time. <laughs> but yeah, I get the feeling people don't like him too much. Uh, it's a bit harsh, I think. Well, I, it is. I he's, think he'll come new, into his own. Yeah, he's new to the media. He'll find his feet. He can't be worse than Rashudo, who's effectively playing the similar role. Isn't that was he? great when they crossed him and he was under the, under the awnings... Just oh, looking when, totally when, disinterested. When, at the Port Adelaide game, when the weather turned, <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't happen to a he nicer just, bloke. Yeah. Wow, we are really going to start. Oh, the reason I brought up the footy Who do you show, like? Who do, do I you like? It's <laughs> a good question, isn't it? <laughs> who do I, I like? I love Hot- Hutto. Yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah, you've hit yeah. the nail on the head there. I reckon Hutto is my favourite caller. Yeah. And he is a Geelong man, but that's you, all right by me. Your, do you want to do your 13? 13! Thirteen, <laughs> but then, but you know, the problem is, I get to that stage, and then I want to go. I see it, but I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Davis. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. that was so good because he barracks for Geelong. Oh, total pro, and you didn't even hear total his heartbreak. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Tries, I might. I revisit it on YouTube. I can't hear it. Nah, it's a, it's a testament to his calling abilities. He's yeah. great. Nah, he is my favorite. You got to you got to remember though, he was terrible when he started. Oh, I'm, I assume a lot of people are. Yeah, so you got to give them, you got to give them a go. But there's been, there's some blokes that are just hanging around way too long. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'm trying to think of my second, but you know, Kometi's gone now. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Dennis Kometi's gone. Bruce. I don't know. I think yeah, Bruce might have hung on a bit long. I don't know. Now it's not McAvaney anymore. Do you know what it is? <laughs> what is it? McAvaney. That's how you meant when to did say that his name. Oh, is that is, has that been the case the whole time? The whole time. Wow, okay. Yeah, imagine being offended a, every day of your life. This is another <laughs> bursting, bear stain sort of thing. <laughs> offended every day of your yeah. life. Here's Bruce McAvaney. <laughs> McAvaney, you... <laughs> oh, look. That's, that's you know, for him, hosting uh, the Brownlow is like an exercise in schadenfreude. <laughs> Just hearing people murder the names of like, Garton, oh, Hesson. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I haven't watched the Brownlow in a while. 
No point, mate. No point. <laughs> just turn up at the end. Unless you're there, I can't see the Red carpet's good, though. I enjoy that. Oh, yeah. do you? Yeah. Okay. Wish they'd get better sponsors, though. Oh, really? Is that your problem? <laughs> it was the Swiss red carpet. Anyway. The Swiss red carpet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, speaking yeah. of sponsors, yeah. Isaac Smith, the Audi mm. representative at Hawthorne. Is he really? What a gig. Is that because he's a bit of a jet, too? Does that mean he gets the Audi for the year? <laughs> what, just like that? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, you have just inadvertently reminded me of something that I saw at Cash Converters, which I tweeted about. I posted a picture of it. Is this just something that looks wrong? It looks a bit wrong. Yeah, it struck me as wrong almost immediately. Because um, it was, you know, well, I mean, plenty looks wrong at Cash Converters, did, let's be honest. You didn't, you didn't boo, did you? <laughs> I didn't vote, no. So this is a, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I posted a picture of something I found at Cash Converters, which was like a, a memorabilia type figurine. Is like, it a wobble head? It, it, I don't think it's a wobble head. I know, I certain, certainly like the figurines have these caricatures. Still type. 27 bucks. That was a bit. Yeah. The thing I'm referring to, it's in a, in a, it's in a series. This wasn't the only one. Uh, an Adam Goods figurine. Brought yeah. out by the company Select, who I think are famous for the trading cards. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. They were trying to branch out for now, a couple of years. I, I encourage anyone to um, jump on the Twitter page at Hawk Talk Pod and sift back. You have to go beyond all of my ranting and raving <laughs> about today's game, <laughs> but you will find a picture in our media of this Adam Goods figurine. And Tiz, I got to say, what was, I don't, what was so peculiar about it, Nick? Well, he was white. Yeah, beef. Oh, what? Yeah, he was. Oh, that- like when you allowed to notice that? I <laughs> only see brown and gold. Let's be clear, but um, I had to pick up the figurine and double check. It was Adam Goods. Yeah. It was like it was a genuine double. It take. did look a lot like um, what's his name? Ty, Ty Kennelly. Kennelly. Yeah, yeah. It was very bizarre. I just I reckon didn't... they just got the name wrong. <laughs> I had to look. You know, I had to look at the other players as well. I'm yeah. like, okay, so who's this? Like, did they have Nick that? No, no, no. This is the other thing that confused me. I don't know what era these figures were from. Uh, 2007. Is that right? You, mm-hmm. Wow, you you had that on, on hand. Did yes, you? That I did, info? yeah. Wow, okay. Very strange indeed. I was very tempted to buy it because I thought it was such an anomaly. Yeah, get like, him to sign it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, all I thought, Tiz, was here's a, a, a version of Adam Goods that people won't boo for. Us. Oh, here we go. Oh, well, you know that's what it was about. <laughs> it wasn't about that. Yes, it was. I've wanted it's, to talk about this topic uh, for years. And I know people are probably sick of it, so we won't labour it too long, <laughs> especially because it's not Hawthorne yeah. related. But, Tiz, let's be real. It didn't start that way, and then it became that. You know it's true. Nah. He just he just moved the goalposts. Did you boo Adam Goods at any point during of his playing career? Yeah, before I, and after, <laughs> and after. Yeah, that's that's where we differ. I will say that I did. I I booed him at some point in his playing career. That was due to the way he played the game at points. Fantastic, well, fa- fantastic the- elements of some of his game, and there are parts also I didn't like. Well, there is one moment, that 2012 grand final, where he's basically... Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Repressed yeah, it yeah. all. Yeah, but he's basically done his knee, and they've stuck him up forward because he can't be of any further use. Right. Right? Do I want to relive this? Does anyone well, listening this is want to one relive of the, this? this is one of the greatest acts of heroism, really. Okay. Right? right? So, his left, his left knee's fine. Yep. But his right knee, he can't put any weight on. Okay. Okay. So, I think the ball's pitched in front of him. 
Yep. And I think it's Shuey who's trying to tackle him, but mm. we'll move beyond that. Mm. So he just turns on his left leg mm. and swings his damaged right foot round the ball and it bounces through for a goal. Okay. Now, the pain of the movement must have been exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> right? But then he also did things like lead into the knees of um, Gibson. Right, okay. Right? And that's when I started booing him because that looked right. ugly. And he also, he had a bit of a reputation for ducking and diving. That was more my point. Yeah. That I'm in that camp that believes that and he, he seemed did that. to be the anointed one for the umpires. You know, yeah, a bit yeah. like Selwood. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'd agree with that to some extent. Um, however, I think things changed for me when um, the, the racism side of it really did bubble to the surface. And I made a call and I decided that it was... Well, there were a few people that got pissed off about what he said in his Australian yeah, year speech. But, but it just seemed to be, at the end of the day, like, well, I could boo, but also a lot of people who are racist boo. So, Well, you told I, they're racist. Well, I think some of them are, it is. Like, if I hold, if I hold on to my right to boo... I How get, racist like, can you be as a Hawthorne supporter? I, I think people can have that cognitive dis- dissonance. Can they, they can have that double standard. It's not Italy. It's not Syria. <laughs> Look, I just... I figured that this booing, this specific brand of booing, is something that is associated with something I don't like anymore. Yeah. So I, I think, made a call to stop doing it. Because I, I I'm um, not that If thing. you're booing every time he touches the ball... That's ridiculous. That's what it was coming But to. if you're booing when he's having a shot for goal, that's fine. Yeah. But here's the thing, mate. It sounds the same. Or if he gets a free kick. It, at the end of the day, it sounds the same. It's still the same noise, and to him it's still the same noise. And I don't know, it just became ugly. You, you just couldn't do it anymore because it all represented the same thing. And that is, at the time, it, I don't think it started that way, but once it was raised as an issue... The boo was synonymous with being racist. Once it gets to a point where people are aiming to affect the emotional ability or the functioning of the man, yeah, that is that is wrong. Yeah, that's getting a little too extreme. Which is sad because I think to some extent, isn't that what booing is about? When someone's lining up for goal, you want to put them no, off. No, it's in the moment. It's not. Oh, okay, a, it's, not a, it's not threatening. It, it doesn't transcend that. Yeah. Say, shot for goal. Mm. You, yeah. you wouldn't boo him on the street. Yeah. That's In true. fact, I'd like to shake his hand. I think he's a good, great player. Yeah, like, yeah. One of the couple of the goals because I went to those grand finals, the West Coast, oh, okay, Sydney Grand. He's he was unbelievable in a couple yeah. of those games. Yeah. Up against Cox, of course. You know, I tell you what, there's another good call now that I think of it. Leo Barry, you star, uh, the most overrated mark of all time. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> what do you mean? I wasn't that good. It was a game-saving mark. And I was there, you know, and it's like, oh, <laughs> good mark. Yeah, well done. But it's not. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. So he saved it, but he'd already buggered up, you know. No, hang on. <laughs> That's when- the reason that he had to take the mark. West Coast player takes the mark. It could be game. That, that changes everything. I wish they had. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the rivalry runs deep here, doesn't uh, it? It just, uh, you know. But he no. stood up in the moment. Mate, the more we talk about it, the more I'm just yearning for round But there were so many better highlights from that game. For them to just show that bloody thing all the time, it's just... Anyway. <laughs> it's it's It will go down in history. As, it uh, has. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. It already has. Jeez, it's been 10, 11 years mm. since that. Wow, time flies. Mate, to, even talking about these historical moments, it makes me so psyched for round one at the MCG. 
Saturday night versus Essendon. It's coming up soon. What I'm not psyched about is the news that came through last night that the MCG has embarked on a bit of a price hike of food and drink. Oh, you mean the, the MCC are no longer subsidising the food? Could be. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> they, were, they were trying to run at a loss. It was the greatest altruistic move by the MCC. Totally out of character for them. Didn't think it would last long. How much would you expect to pay for a beer at the footy nowadays? A mid-strength beer? Oh, six. Oh, you're kidding, right? <laughs> Did you deliberately lowball then? Yeah. Just for the dramatic effect? Absolutely. What? Give us your actual answer. Ten. <laughs> now you've gone too far. <laughs> oh, what do you, you want me to dead. say? Seven? No, it's eight dollars What's acceptable? It's okay, eight. eight. I guess I eight. I think it's eight dollars twenty. <laughs> <laughs> for a mid-strength beers. Well, no one will drink at the footy again at this Don't rate. people just wear those camel packs under their clothes? I thought you were going to say they wear one of those beer caps. Where they just Are you a little camel backpack? Right. And then they bring a straw up from I've seen, behind, behind their head I've and seen, just suck on the... I've seen people just mix, like, have a flask of bourbon and just mix it in with the Coke <laughs> that they buy. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting a bit desperate, isn't it? Well, the Coke's... Pretty expensive anyway. Well, that's well, everything's gone. Even, even like water's gone up 10 cents. It's like, yeah, big shit, 10 cents. But yeah, it is a big deal. Like, that's just annoying. Especially when someone kicks a goal and it lands in your chips or something. <laughs> Does that often happen? Oh, well, you get someone up in your ivory someone tower decides. of the MCC. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that went off behind Mate, the, the goals. The only time I've been there is on a bloody tour. <laughs> that's all I know of that world. <laughs> Oh, it's fabulous. It really is. Oh, yeah. good to know. Yeah. You invite me sometime? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, mate. Do you want to know about my anti-fantasy footy team? Okay. All right. Let's get to it. Are you going to do the whole lineup? Yeah, I'll go through it because there are some changes, mate. I can't remember what, what I read out last time. Is and there less or more North and Collingwood players? I'm going to have to double check that, but it's interesting that... Um, I was called out for not having enough North players <laughs> on the Twitter. Isn't that interesting? Uh, a North member, was it? Oh, well, I assume it's a Hawk fan. Why would you follow us on Twitter at this stage if you weren't a Hawk fan? Honestly, what are we bringing to the table? We get some random followers from... Bots? Yeah, bots. <laughs> They're definitely bots. Some guys selling vitamins. Is that Stephen Dank? And they keep trying to talk. I notice you reply on the DMs to the bots. Please. That's not true. No, okay. I'm replying. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. What are these bots Meet wearing, Meet me on tis? Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tell them Snapchat's the losers and I need a preview. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so I've got it up on my phone here. Uh, now, I already know, judging by the first name, not much has changed. Zach Dawson, at fullback. You've got to have your, your captain worked out. Because he has potential to get a negative score, <laughs> which okay. is then doubled. Oh, right. Okay. So you reckon Captain Zach? He's in the hot seat for the captaincy. Captain Zach. Well, it's the only way it's going to happen, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no one else is going to be his captain. And Ross Lyon ain't appointing him captain anytime soon. So. Oh, didn't Nat have that written into the contract? Incredible. <laughs> Um, we got Darcy Gardner. Oh, I just realised what you meant as well. Yeah, hundred percent. It is absolutely hundred percent a ploy to get Nat Mundy. Mundy, twelve months as captain. Oh, poor bugger. Yeah. Well, oh, do you reckon? Do you reckon Fife will stay? Do you reckon it's going to be enough? Because he's Fife has come out and said that 
Oh, just because I'm captain doesn't necessarily mean I'll stay. Brilliant bargaining position. Oh, absolutely perfect. What about Dusty walking out on that media oh, scrum? The media, yeah. Well, I mean... I they didn't even mention chopsticks this time. I wish players would do it more. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, why not? If you don't like the questions being asked, why hang around? They asked him twice, and then they asked Choco. Yeah. And Dusty decided that was enough. Yeah, well, I mean, three's the magic number. If you've, but said, been, if you've said no... It sounds interesting, though, because he's been a bit of a protected species by Richmond. They haven't let yeah. him in front of the media for ages. Maybe they're just hoping to put the pressure on a bit. Maybe, yeah. You know, just strengthening their position. Well, I'd like to think that Richmond learned their lesson, but I think we've been wrong about that before <laughs> on many occasions. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I tell you what, it's a, it's a great subtext to the whole season. Buckley... Yeah. Or Hardwick first. <laughs> That's great. I feel like that was 2016, but now we're just we're just repeat. <laughs> History is repeating itself. Oh, yeah. I watch with interest. I completely agree. It is fascinating. Let's push on with the team. I got Darcy Gardner, Lyndon Dunn, Sam Rowe, Matthew Sharonberg. I think is a new name I've added in. Y- yeah. Well, he'll be pretty good. He can't go. He can't. Get thing, worse from nothing. Well, this is the thing I'm noticing. These are all quite cheap players. Yeah, you've got to get the overrated ones. Right. See, I'm oh, such a newbie to all of this. My next player is Tom Ruggles. Yeah, no, I like that. You like you yeah. like the Ruggles struggle? Yeah, because he got tackled by uh, McDonald, Tip and Woody today, and he, yeah. he ate some dirt, I reckon. Oh, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Tip and Woody's tackles are just perfect. <laughs> He's I, so strong. I would have him in Hawthorne if it weren't for the fact we have Rioli and Pobolo. We're going to have to look out for thing. that uh, James Stewart as well. Yeah, he yeah, looks all right. I mean, you know, it doesn't say much about Essendon that they got completely rolled by a, oh, know, look, a dog got, that kicked like 60 points in one yeah, quarter. But We do that kind of thing. We, they got up by 10 goals on Geelong. That's a good achievement. Well, so I'm saying. All, all I'm saying is we probably shouldn't underestimate. It's round one. Anything can happen. Uh, so the back line is completed with Jeremy Laidler on interchange and Neville Jetta. Then we move into the midfield. George Hall and Smith, Daniel Wells, Rory Atkins, Matt Rosa, Brendan Archie. That's for Port Adelaide. Uh, Dale Thomas, Ryan Bastanak, Paul Seedsman, and on the bench we've got Connor Menadieu and Billy Smets. Billy you make Smets. <laughs> what do you make of that midfield? Am I doing okay there? And is atrocious. Even Clarko <laughs> couldn't get that to win. Dale Thomas at 451,000. Every time I look at that, I'm like, you beauty. And he's made of tissue paper. Yeah, exactly right, yeah. Uh, in the rucks, I've got Jackson Trengrove. Because he's valued at four hundred and seventeen. You're impressed today, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got four hundred and seventeen thousand. Is what he's worth, and he has an average of forty six. Mm-hmm. Magic Door doesn't fare too much better. We've got Reese Stanley on the bench and Billy Longer for the St Kilda Football Club. Forward line. This is where it gets good, Tiz. Yeah, I'm proud of overrated. this. I've really, I've Frankenstein's the worst forward line I can think of. The most overrated forward line. Tim O'Brien. <laughs> oh, that's a low blow. Nah, I still. Yeah, someone asked me this on um on Twitter. They asked if I had any room for Hawthorne players in, in my anti fantasy team. Uh, thank you. I can't remember off the top of my head who that was, but thank you for that question. Um, no, there's the answer yet. Uh, at this stage, no Hawthorne players yet. I'm very loath to put our own team uh, to to make them any part of this. Jared Waite gets the Guernsey. He's uh he's in the forward line. We've got Jesse White. Lewis Jetta is a new addition. Oh, new addition, Lewis Jetta. I mean, I can't believe I overlooked him. He was when I thought of this idea, he was first in. <laughs> I just completely forgot he existed, which is my hope when the actual season starts. Uh Levi Casbolt, Stephen Motlop, Charlie Cameron, Travis Cloak and Jed Anderson. 
Jed. Poor bugger. Yeah. I mean, does he get a game? I feel like he should be in North's oh, best not 22. Oh, not there now. He's a legend already of the club. Oh, I'm sensing some disdain for that opinion from the media. No, oh, come on. He, <laughs> you smell rubber when he flies past you, that fellow. He's so quick. Does he have the Shinrona spirit, though? That's the question. <laughs> oh, That's God. the prerequisite for getting a game at I cannot at wait for the Essendon game now. <laughs> Well, I think that's a good place to uh, start wrapping things up. Do you think... What do you expect? Do you think they'll come out... Um, I expect a hell of a lot more than what I've seen in JLT. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, None of this uh, third quarter fade-out shit. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it happened every week and it is shit. Mm -hmm. Only because it happened every week in in the exact same circumstances. And do you like Rafford just hanging around the ball? Yeah. Ruffy's been great. Uh, he's, he's, you know, business as usual. He's, he's straight back into it. Looks like he hasn't missed a beat, which we mentioned when he came back the first week. Um, I've got no complaints. Doesn't feel like we have a clear, deep target in, in the forward line there. Yeah, I'm concerned about that. Um, I'm concerned about, uh, we might have mentioned it, Gunston playing mm. up the ground, which I know he has been known to float up there and he is versatile and that's fine. But God, at that at this point, I would love him to sit in the forward line. Yeah. I want I want like a really strong target, and every team seems to have one. This is this is my problem. We have a really good forward line, and a lot of talent down there. But you know, when you think of other teams, you're like, okay, well, who's Essendon's target? It's Joe Danaher. For the better giraffe. or worse, the giraffe. For better or worse, it's the giraffe. Yeah. And then you think think of like, well, North. Okay, well, they've got you raffle it. You got weights. You have got Ben Brown. They um, usually do raffle it. Yeah. Move on. Um, <laughs> it, it just seems like every team. Sort of has their go-to guy. Well, that's probably why we're successful. You think that's it? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'd hmm, I'd like Gunston to be that guy for us. It's a consistent forward line rather than a consistent forward. Do you think? Do you think it's um, that's its strength is that we are unpredictable? Yeah, it's like whack-a-mole. That's true, actually, yeah. You can't keep us all down at yeah, once. exactly. Unless you meet at time zone with friends and we all just stand around the same thing, hitting it with our hands. <laughs> Fuck the hammer. Don't use the hammer. That's a rookie mistake for young players. Uh, oh, boy. I wonder if they talk that, about that in the, in the lead-up to the game. All right, who's the, who's the mole this week? <laughs> <laughs> Does it feel like my standards are high that, you know, I, I'm willing to write off the JLT as, yeah, we were just fucking about. And now it's trying to get down to the serious stuff. It's great to see that we didn't have a knee injury. We usually get a shoulder or a knee injury during the JLT. That has been the one positive, is that we've gone pretty much unscathed throughout it. And let's let's face it, we've had Miles, Cade Stewart emerge. Mm. They're definite players for us this year. Well, they could be very integral to our campaign. It's interesting, we've heard from uh, one of our followers on Twitter, Bob, who, who says, Stuart, certain starter for round one. He wants our opinion on that. And also our opinions on Brand, O'Rourke and Howe, which we've sort of covered through their absence through the JLT series. But what about Stuart? Is he a walk-up for round one? Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. he's got. Well, I mean, what more can he do? If he hasn't earned it by now, mm. then well, that's right. what can he do for a game? I'm, I'm tentative over Miles. I don't know whether he'll play. but uh, mm, That's true. What about his good kicking efficiency, Miles, except for that that, obvious, that one time obvious clanger. Yeah. What about your expectations? I, I feel like I'm being a bit of a hard taskmaster. I'm, I'm expecting wasn't the world. Wasn't that interesting? Um, what? What when bit? we were looking at the polling for how many 
wins we'd have for the year. It was very high, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> it's, a lot of teams don't get that these days. Well, I mean, what is strange is that we won more games in 2016 during the season yeah. than we did in 2015. <laughs> one more game. But, yeah. But you've got to remember, six of those were within 10 points. I was about to say, and, context is everything you know. there. So, uh, But we should make the eight. Yes. Yeah, I would hope to make the eight. I'd be very disappointed if we somehow fell out. Because we're going to expose a lot of back lines with our forward pressure. I am more worried about our back line being exposed. Yeah, but we can push men back for that. You know, we don't... We've Hopefully. got the forward line to be able to score with more men behind the ball. Other teams don't have that luxury. Yeah, yep, true. That's how you win games. And Frio have taught us that. Defence will only get you so far. And we've got the forward line. We've got the premier forward line in the competition, I think. Still. Yeah. yeah. So, I think we're in a good position. Look, I, yeah, I'm on the same page. Uh, final eight, and it all starts with round one. And as for Howe, I think when he gets a run at it, he'll be in the team. Yeah, well, I mean, she's showed enough in the opportunities that he's been given. So, yeah, just his absence from JLT. If, if anyone does know what happened there, uh, whether he's got any injuries, just let us know on yeah, Twitter. Well, he's never named, so he must have something. Yeah, well, fair enough. Um, and, yeah, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. We've had some uh, some good ones. Now, we're going to preview the Essendon game once we know the lineup, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. We'll try and sneak in, like, a really brief preview. So um, that'll be the next one you can look forward to once we get the teams and once we know everything that's happening. We're just going to do a really quick... Uh, preview of season 2017 and indeed that first game and i'm so excited Tiz. it's ridiculous <laughs> it is. i'm it's so done great. with so done with jlt oh, this rubbish it feels like a hangover <laughs> i'm just ready to get going but we've got a while we've got a while still to wait was it 10 days now must 12 be, days must be strange as a player to be so competitive and then you know and then it tapers off for a bit and you've got to get back into yeah. it yeah yeah exactly yeah well not even 100 percent competitive during the jlt Unless you're fighting for a position, well, that's what we're uh, that's what we're doing these days. Tis is we're going to suffer the that tapering off, and then we've got to get back into it. You've got to find some form <laughs> in between seasons. Are you going to be tipping the results this year? What do you, what as in entering a tipping competition? No, no, for the pod. What do you mean? Like every every round, every game. You want you want to give me my prediction? Yeah. Well, it's a tough one because I, I seem to be relentlessly grounded in realism. So, I mean, <laughs> there are going to be times when I don't necessarily think Hawthorne can win. Is that okay? Yeah. You know, people are going to accept that, that? That's that's completely fine. All right. I won't accept it, but they might. <laughs> you won't accept it because it's more fun that way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to uh, save my tip for this preview podcast that we're flaunting? Yeah, we're definitely going to have to tip the margin. All right. Let's, uh, let's leave it there, I reckon. And we'll uh, we'll give our fans a bit of a preview of what's to come for season 2017 and round one uh, Saturday night against Essendon. Which, uh, by the way, uh, apparently, if, even if you're a member, you might want to secure your ticket because uh, they're doing that bullshit again in the AFL. Oh, it's going to be huge that game. It's, it's going to be, be great. Big. I'm getting there early, so just to make sure I can get in. Tears. Any last uh, any last thoughts? We're going to wrap up. No, that's it. That's it. All right, we'll wrap it up there. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.